0: beautiful it's gonna be an all time of the night
1: all right rome i got something for your ass what are we driving
0: welcome back to the fast five minute podcast the show all about the horrifically bad movie too fast (laughs) too furious uh, we're on episode 10 of season 2, we're over halfway, no we're not, we're almost halfway yeah, through yeah. this movie. Oh, and nothing's happened. And, and nothing's happened, we're watching minute 45 to 50 this week and talking about it. Uh, my name is Stone, that other beautiful voice you hear, well, his name's Gard. Gard, how are you doing today? That deep,
1: soft, lemony, uh, I don't know about lemony. I'm um, sorry, Stone. Go ahead. I'm looking something up to- I'm uh, asking
0: you how your day is going because I got home and had to clean up some dog shit from inside my apartment.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, well, Sergeant Pepper's Stonely Hearts Club
0: band, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing very well. Well, that's good to hear because what a stinky surprise that was <laughs> to come home to.
1: Um, Stone, that sounds awful, but- Um, maybe this will cheer you up. Maybe it will. A fan has anonymously supplied me with, I would guess, over 10, I would say 15 or so puns with your name (laughs) as part of them.
0: Oh, don't encourage him, guard. Come on.
1: Um, that was one of them. It was brilliant.
0: And you don't know who this person is.
1: No, I do. He's asked to remain anonymous.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Mystery man.
1: Yes. Um, that being said, I'm sorry to hear about the dog shit. Well, uh, your dogs is normally a a good dog though. What seemed to be I the wanted
0: problem? to be mad at her. Her name is Clover. She's lovely. She's a golden retriever, and I love her with all my heart. Clover's and a golden
1: retriever. She, yeah, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, she's a English she golden albino? retriever,
0: English variety. So she's a uh, very white. Oh, I
1: forgot those existed. Courtney won a she, bet one time with me because of that.
0: <laughs> she kind of looks like a small Great Pyrenees, but she is definitely a golden retriever. And I would be mad at the shit that she left in my apartment, but um, I took her outside, and she shit so much more. So Oh. <laughs> so uh, okay. so she, she had a bit of the runs. Mm-hmm. Sorry for everyone listening and eating their breakfast. Um. <laughs> but I think I think she held it together as best as she physically could, and I applaud her for that. So
1: okay, so she remains a good dog, is what you're I saying. I got
0: home, and she was immediately uh, sad and knew I was disappointed. So uh, at least she has that going for her. Okay. She has um, some self awareness to know that it's not good to shit in the apartment.
1: Well, to be fair, I mean, <laughs> uh, when you and I get diarrhea, we can control that ourselves and immediately go to the bathroom so in her defense she is like
0: i also had the shits today and pooped three times during <laughs> the day and she was stuck inside all day and couldn't do that so yeah
1: so really it's a more traumatic situation for her overall it is
0: it is um she knew that she done fucked and she mm-hmm. felt bad about it so because of that um i forgave her immediately
1: It's <laughs> for the best yeah yeah uh yeah. you hear that Peta? i know you're listening in we're pro-animals I, I, here, except when we consider. I them. pointed
0: at the poop and go, Clover? Did you see that? And she wouldn't look. She wouldn't make eye contact with it, so I knew she felt bad.
1: Okay, well, that's kind of cute, despite the subject matter.
0: <laughs> and that's why I was late to today's recording, Guard.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, what a way to start.
0: What a way to start. Guard, I have a bit off the top. Would you like me to just jump into it?
1: Um. I yeah, you might as well. You wanna do sponsor after the after Yeah, your... let's do
0: it after the further away from the shit talk than That's we are right now. It's
1: good. It's a real it's another real one today, so it actually gave us money, so i oh, great, think as yeah. far away from the shit as possible. Yeah, as I'll good put it. some
0: I'll put some time between the shit and the ad. Um guard <laughs> Yeah, Got another race, baby.
1: Another race in what, Stone?
0: F one two three with stone.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just fucking setting right. you up, dude. Go ahead.
0: Thanks, man. Hey, we had a race this weekend, guard, and the first thing is it was in Sao Paulo. Do you know where that's at? Brazil. Good job. I didn't I didn't know that, so good call. And Thank um you. I'm a
1: man of the world.
0: Guard, would you like to take a guess on what the biggest city in Brazil is?
1: I'm gonna guess Sao, Sao Paulo.
0: It is, <laughs> it is. Um, I thought it'd be Rio de Janeiro, Sao Paulo, much bigger, like twice the size.
1: Stone, I don't like how you're involving me in your F one two three because I have a bit, but I'm gonna feel bad if I do it right well, after. Well, I'm you gonna were continue
0: nice to, to, I'm gonna continue to involve you to make you feel bad. Um, Guard, do you want to guess the population of Sao Paulo? It is it's, bigger than New York City.
1: This is a good tactic. I'm gonna guess. Uh, this is my favorite game, by the way. I never look up cities' populations until <laughs> after and then forget them, so I'm not cheating. I great. just like this game. I'm going to guess s- 17 million.
0: No, uh, 12 million. Oh, that wasn't a bad
1: guess, though. Not a
0: bad guess, but uh, pretty pretty big. um, Lovely coastal town in Brazil, just a bit down the road from Rio. That's the first thing.
1: Okay, great.
0: Thing number two. We were at the racetrack Interlagos, which is uh, one of the like legacy tracks. that has been around forever and still on the calendar and still fun. It is the shortest track on the calendar, Guard. Only oh. a measly 2.66 miles long. Very so short track.
1: when you say we, you mean you and the people in your racing F1 Discord?
0: <laughs> Wait, what did I say?
1: You say? When you say we were there... You of yes. course mean the
0: collective we.
1: You and you and spirit, along with the along fans with everyone of ours else that have in joined spirit. you on our F one Discord.
0: D- has anyone joined me, or are they just dreading any time I talk about a race? Write in, let me know.
1: We, well, yeah, I um, will say, I, I I imagine we have some fans that dread F one two three, but I will vouch for you that a few people have written in and communicated to me that they enjoy the F one.
0: Great, I need that validation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um so you know fifty fifty. Some people have also run into me and said they enjoy my bits during F1. So
0: what, either way know. it's good. Either I way. Suppose. Either way it's good. Um so yeah, shortest track on the calendar guard, 2.66 miles. Um really fun track. It's like in an oval with some like bit like technical bits on the infield, so it's like an interesting, it's small, you can see most of the track. And um a little side fact is I I'm fast as fuck on this track.
1: This is F one two and a half here. Yeah, it is. Okay. Because uh, I usually hop in, in, in
0: I usually hop in and do a couple laps on the old racing sim in my computer before a race weekend because driving a track you get a much better understanding when you're like watching it on TV, you know, like how corners work and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was a track that was in my uh, iRacing league, so I bet I have raced about ten hours in this track. So I'm awfully same familiar I like with to it. To go
1: out and play a round of Madden before every Monday night football game.
0: <laughs> that's th- guard. That's a funny joke, but I don't think the comparison is there.
1: Oh yeah, uh, better dimension for the field, better feel for the end zone. <laughs> I don't know if
0: you know about this, but most football fields guard <laughs> the exact same same uh, size and dimension. That's a fair point. And I don't know if you know this about this is a fact for you since you're not um an F1 boy like I am. 2. Um, 2. Most tracks here. are completely different. Not even close to being the same.
1: Okay, well I'm insulted enough to do my bit during the uh, 3. Now. Okay,
0: fair enough. Um the fastest lap on Sunday is was a minute three? 11. Um and I've gone Still around that track yes in or a minute no, is 15. This fact three? No, it's it's
1: 2.6. Okay, sorry. Say your times again.
0: Uh Checo Perez had the fastest lap on Sunday with a 111. Mhm. And Guard I'd like to report that in um me driving around this track in my racing sim, I did a 115. So, wow. Yeah, not 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 bad off the pace. Granted they hold about a 111 for 2 hours straight and I got Holy a 115 shit. crashing into the wall many many times. Um but you know, I'm pretty quick around it. Pretty quick so around you're that track.
1: Right there with them.
0: I'm right there with him. Put me in, coach. Uh, thing number three. Yes. <laughs>
1: go ahead, Stone.
0: Um, th- I just want to talk a little <sighs> bit about. <laughs> yep. Yeah, what do you got going over there?
1: No, go ahead. What's okay. number three?
0: Yeah, three is I just want to talk about the race. We- oh, oh, there there it goes again. S-
1: sorry, Stone. Garter, you. Are you
0: are you vacuuming?
1: I was just, I was. I was getting a little, uh, some chores in. Oh, you're
0: just, you're just getting a quick vacuum in. You could hear, you could hear that noise. Yeah, dude. I could, yeah, I that. could hear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my,
1: my fault. I didn't realize. <laughs> I'll wait until after the podcast then. I didn't No realize. worries, man.
0: No that. worries. Yeah, no worries. You got to keep the apartment clean. I, yeah. I that. Sorry about that. Go ahead. You know, you know. Okay. Thing number three, guys. <laughs> a little bit about the race weekend. It was an absolute uh, doozy of a weekend. And I'll just give you a bit of a rundown because this is the bit of F1 that I also like. It's not even to do with the racing. It's just like all the shit around it. One, uh, Lewis Hamilton got disqualified from qualifying. His rear wing, uh, the opening in it was .02 um, centimeters off of what it should be. So he got fucking disqualified. Jesus Christ.
1: I thought it was going to be at least for something cool.
0: No, no, the tiniest little thing. Also, after qualifying, Max Verstappen, so these are the two championship leaders, got fined €50,000 for touching the rear wing of uh, Hamilton's car, because he was concerned that he was cheating. What? (laughs) Yeah, he thought he was cheating, so he went to wiggle the rear wing, and um, because he touched another person's car that's out of line with the racing regulations of the FIA, and he got fined $50,000. Euro, sorry.
1: I was going to say US dollar. So 50,000 euros, God only knows how much money that is. I'm going to guess similar to $50,000.
0: We, we can only imagine.
1: <laughs> Last time I was there, as I mentioned, I'm a man of the world. It was you pretty are. similar.
0: You, you're traveled. Um, but then we had a sprint qualifier. So instead of normal qualifying, we had a shorter race before the race to determine the order of the race it's weird i don't get it it's a new thing they're trying out this year and i don't think i like it anyways lewis hamilton started dead last 20th place i thought he, had he was twenty. well he was disqualified from qualifying which means he started from the back of the grid at oh. sprint qualifying i know fucking confusing okay went from in 20 laps he went from 20th place to fucking fifth that um... wasn't even the main race He's now in 5th place going into the main race. Except, he had another 5 grid place penalty putting him in 10th because he took another engine one past the allotted amount. He then goes from 10th starting the race to fucking winning. It was insane.
1: Well, that sounds really uh, great stone. I will also, also say you've been sneaking well more than I know. three things.
0: I know. In it F1, was a two, crazy three. race. It was a crazy race. This is a long one. And it's so uh, suck it audience. You're listening to me. They also almost a great crashed way for audience for Stappen again. Almost crashed. This is a crazy season. This is a crazy championship. Um, everyone hop in. There's three races left and the championship <laughs> is still up in the air. Ever everyone hop in. Qatar I know you're, I know you're all chomping
1: week. at the bit to hop in.
0: Hop in. Hop in. 3 races left in the season, baby. 3. Let's go. 3. No, uh, that's it. That's all my all my that's my three things, Guard. That's all three of them.
1: Okay. We look forward to our viewership skyrocketing back up on episode 14.
0: Yeah, once we get get done with this bullshit. Anyways, Guard, sponsor?
1: Uh well, first of all, <laughs> I have to go through NFL two three with you.
0: NFL two three, okay.
1: I'm kidding. What do we I got just going want on in the To see what NFL? your reaction would be, I'm not going to subject everyone to Rams talk with guard.
0: <laughs> Ram. Give me, give me um, a one sentence Ram talk.
1: Uh, go Rams, better than Niners. Yeah, fuck you, Niners. That's who they're playing tonight. And I've oh, got some
0: little Monday Night Football, huh?
1: Monday Night Football, and I've got a little skin in the game, Stone. Oh, yeah. That's right. I bet Rams money line and got an odds boost on it. So pretty sweet.
0: That is pretty sweet. So if you win, how much are you taking home?
1: I will be winning um, $40 total.
0: Hot damn.
1: Yeah. Pretty pumped up about that. Got my
0: fingers crossed for you.
1: Thank you. Maybe I'll start talking about sports betting. You know what? As a matter of fact, Stone, maybe I'll get really into F1 as well uh, just to make money off of it.
0: Dude, for again, um betting on sports is the best thing you can do for sports because it makes sports more interesting.
1: That's certainly the case, yes.
0: Uh because it's like with fantasy football. Do I care about the NFL at all? No, but I care about the little number next to my player's name.
1: The fantasy is uh the cure all for boring football games. It is. Uh, well, all that aside, Stone, <clears throat> I think we're far enough away from the aforementioned uh thing that will not be named to get into our sponsor this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's do it.
1: And as mentioned earlier, this is a real person that gave us real money. Exciting. However.
0: <laughs> oh, caveat.
1: This person would ask to remain anonymous. Oh, shit. And yes, okay. that's right. It's the same person that supplied me with several puns of your name, one of which I used today, and it was incredible. So that's a taste of things to come for quite a while.
0: Can't wait. I'm not
1: kidding. Week. Like 15 really high-quality puns, dude.
0: Top-tier puns?
1: It kind of made me feel bad about myself, because I like struggled <laughs> to come up with the four I thought were really hey man! Good.
0: Not everyone can be on the god-tier pun level, but... Here's a little side
1: note about puns and being god tier at them. Did you know puns were a sign of intelligence in the (laughs) Renaissance period?
0: I did know that. They'd have like pun offs, which is awesome. Yeah. We should bring that back.
1: People punned a lot.
0: (laughs) Does that mean we're cool? (laughs) Yes. Sick.
1: But this means the person who sponsored this episode is the coolest.
0: Even cooler. Very good at
1: puns. Um, That being said, this (laughs) week is brought to you by Patronizing the Arts. (laughs) <laughs> Keep local theaters alive. Go to a museum, and donate to a podcast.
0: Oh yeah, okay.
1: So we thank you, anonymous donor. Um, I will just hint. No, I won't even say that they they appreciate their anonymity. Anonym—oh boy, that word's tough. Go ahead and try it for me, Stone.
0: Anonymity.
1: Thank you, anonymity. There, there we go. There we, there we go. go. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so. We'll keep them where they are now. No, everyone that texts me after this airs, I won't tell you who it is privately.
0: Yeah. Yeah, back off.
1: I know you're all gonna ask me. I'm not gonna tell you.
0: He's not gonna tell you. Unless He's his word <laughs>
1: <laughs> You buy an ad spot worth at least quadruple what they paid. And <laughs> I won't tell you how much they paid.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> This sounds like a pyramid scheme to get us more money, and I like it.
1: That's right. It's a, it's a huge scam.
0: So send your money in.
1: It was me. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't me. Anyway, oh, Stone, we have some uh, revenue in the bank. Great. It's not we in the it. bank, to be clear.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, we have revenue in the bank that's not in the bank, and we've talked long enough. Guard. Would you like to hop right in and tell us how this five minutes began or how it ended?
1: Um, I'll take ended. And it ended with uh, Roman making some wacky faces, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing his old Roman thing and making wacky faces. Um, and it starts with a with a a workplace uh, yell, a workplace yell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, So that being said, it starts that way because we left off with the FBI agents being enraged, essentially, that uh, Roman took some shots at them when they showed up. Uh, Let me me rewind. Let me do this better justice. Roman and Brian, hired by drug dealers, they had to pass a test, by driving their car somewhere. The FBI thought they were running away because they're wanted criminals. They are. Roman responded to this by shooting at said FBI agents.
0: To keep his cover alive. He to keep would his say. cover
1: alive. Uh in his mind. And now the FBI agents are
0: pissed. They are pissed. Um yeah, we're back in the uh abandoned seafood restaurant where <laughs> which which Um, We've really downgraded from last movie. Remember when they're in that luxurious mansion and now they're in a gross, empty, run-down seafood restaurant in Miami?
1: In Miami.
0: Oh, how the the mighty have fallen. Um, I think Officer uh, Blinkens got demoted after letting (laughs) Ryan go on the run.
1: (laughs) He got demoted uh, for that and because he used police funds and uh, a seized property to run his operation out of.
0: Yeah, and he basically gave Dom Toretto, a known criminal, a car that was uh, impounded. You know, hasn't done great FBI work, but uh, we all make mistakes. So you know what he did? He he learned from his mistakes, and he hired Brian a second time.
1: (laughs) Speaking of mistakes, I forgot we have one more exciting thing that'll fit in nicely here really quickly. Okay. Um so we've been saying out loud on the podcast that we might need an Officer Doug reunion.
0: Oh, we have.
1: Officer Doug heated the call. He did. He literally said, "I'm heating the Officer Doug call." He did. And headed us off by giving us a little info that we can share with the people.
0: Oh, do you have it pulled up? I, I do. Yeah. I don't. Okay, I don't. good.
1: Um so we are curious what the driving record thing, uh, the drug dealers took the possible applicant's driving uh, license to like look them up and we are skeptical. Officer Doug says, you asked if a name is good enough to find a driving record. No, not really. With a person's driving license number, you get all their pedigree info such as address, date of birth and social security number. Then you can undoubtedly know you have the right person. You can't even run someone's driver's license info with just a name. You'll need at least a DOB. Then you'll have to sift through all of Brian, all the Brian O'Connors, and try to match the date of birth. And even then, there might be more than one, especially with such a common name. So, a social security number is the qualifier, the one qualifier you need, and that will be found by running the driver's license.
0: Okay. Okay. That's- so they could get there in a roundabout way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank you for clearing that up, Officer Doug. Appreciate you.
0: We always appreciate you, and uh, we should have him on in the next couple weeks. We should figure that out. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) let's figure that out. Like a
1: midpoint, a nice midpoint uh, collab with Officer Doug.
0: Yeah, we can. We can. uh, Yeah, if (laughs) if anyone wants a question answered by Officer Doug, write in, and we'll make a list. Email, check it twice.
1: Instagram DM,
0: and we'll hop on with our good friend Officer Doug again.
1: Yes, we will. We're not kidding. For those that missed Officer Doug in the first season, we do have a reliable, trustworthy police contact who's also a likable guy that likes to be on the podcast.
0: Yeah, I'd go as far as to say a friend.
1: (laughs) You know what? I would too. Shout out to you, Doug. Um, So in. So go back
0: and listen to our episode. We're not joking. Go back and listen to Not joking
1: at thefast5pod at gmail.com. Make sure you get the the in there and the number five at the Fast Five pod.
0: Well, getting back into it. Yes. uh, We're having a bit of a yell at the seafood place. Um, uh, Brian says, you didn't know Verone was testing us, and the idiot police officer says, no, I thought you were running, which makes Brian has ran before, so fair, but also that's just shitty police work (laughs) right
1: yeah it makes no sense to think they would stay in one place as drug runners
0: yeah you give them you don't give them nice fast cars to go sit in one spot with them you give them to them to do driving shit right (laughs) right
1: yeah you would think yeah yeah
0: so all around shit i mean they literally
1: gifted them cars
0: yeah they did and Um, then
1: When they drove the cars, they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) And also, this is what I was talking about earlier, that they didn't make a plan whatsoever. The third undercover agent, let me remind you, Fuente, Monica Fuente.
0: Monica Fuente.
1: Knew that was the plan.
0: Yeah, why didn't they ask her?
1: (laughs) Why didn't she tell the other guys before? Like, they were all together at the police station before they showed up at the house together, why didn't she tell the other cops that was the plan to avoid this whole situation?
0: I, you know, man, that would make sense. But uh, this movie is past that. It's past making sense.
1: That's certainly the Um,
0: case. When I go on, I don't know, like a hiking trip, I make plans Where Mm -hmm. we're going to go, where we're going to stay, I think it all through. Sure. And they didn't put that much thought into an undercover sting operation, which is crazy to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's crazy to everyone. Uh, I assume director now included. I don't know what this dude was thinking.
0: No clue, uh, but Brian says, if Rome really wanted to shoot you, you wouldn't be here right now, and takes out his gun and slams it on the table in yeah. a in a huge power move. I guess Brian's
1: like a huge fan of <clears throat> Rome's ability to like his gun
0: accuracy. I I guess. Weird. Um and then uh, Officer Blinken says, "Whoa, we got to get this under control." No shit, dude. No yeah. no fucking shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, no kidding, man. You sh- you sure do.
0: Um, in more shitty police work, um, Brian says, fills them in that they're going to be doing a drive for Veroni. Is that his name? The bad guy?
1: No idea. Verone, maybe, yeah.
0: Verone. Um, he says that they, Verone bought them a window so they can make this run. And, uh, the shitty guy who doesn't know anything about cars from an earlier episode, whose name I don't (laughs) remember, uh, he's standing in the background, he goes, should I ask a uh, local police? Brian just says, Verone bought a window from the local police, Right. implying that there is local police working On for the this criminal. Yeah. And the, this idiot FBI guy's best input is, should I ask the local police what they know <laughs> about it? <laughs> yeah, dude, good one. Fucking sick. How did this guy get the job? Holy shit.
1: And then not only that, dude, like after that, Brian's like, "Oh no, you can't do that," and like explains it really straightforward, like, why?" And then everyone ask, acts like Brian's smart. It's like, "No shit, man. <laughs> no
0: shit, dude, you can't
1: tell the local police that are on the payroll for the the drug dealer that they're on the payroll for the drug dealer.
0: Um, yeah, so he's explaining the drop to him, and then um Roman <laughs> said there's only one problem. What is the one problem guard?
1: <laughs> I don't remember what Roman's for. Oh my God. Yes, I do.
0: <laughs> oh, and this is after, by the way, Roman steals the sandwich of the FBI agent that's trying to fist fight him. Yeah, that. Um, can-
1: but really quickly, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. The acting <laughs> yeah, in the let's scene talk is so it. fucking weird, dude. I don't know why they didn't do it like a, like over. That's the main theme of all these movies, is they just do it all in one take, or they're just so fucking horrific at their job that even several takes, and this is the best one, Roman, like, weirdly paces back and forth twice and then yes. just eats the dude, like, sniffs the dude's sandwich. The guy says, hey, what the hell, that's mine. And then we just cut to Roman eating the sandwich.
0: Yeah, he, Roman smells a bat, like a paper bag That's a, I'm assuming is this guy's lunch, and he picks it up and the guy goes, hey, that's mine. And Roman goes, so? And then the next scene, he's just eating the sandwich.
1: Yeah, it's so bizarre, man.
0: Okay, I get, I get that that's supposed to show Roman's like a loose cannon. But also, that just shows that he's a bit of a dick. (laughs) Yeah. If I was this FBI agent, I wouldn't respect him either. He was a criminal three days ago. Now he's working for you and just stealing your lunch? Not cool. Not cool.
1: (laughs) Not cool at all. Roman sucks, basically.
0: Roman does suck. And then the rest of his lines are delivered with a mouthful of sandwich to, again, convey to the audience that he did, in fact, steal this guy's sandwich and is eating it. So now he's delivering all of his lines with a mouthful of sandwich.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: And he says... It's
1: incredible, dude.
0: Yeah, Brian says that Vron's going to be waiting at the drop, so we got him. Like, we're good. We're doing what we need to do. And And Roman says there's only one problem. And the one problem is Fuentes has flipped, is what Roman thinks. Fuente
1: not only has flipped, Roman specifically uh, says that she's getting tapped.
0: Verone is tapping her.
1: <laughs> he Implying, of course, Verone is banging the undercover cop. How um, common of a theme is this, that it happens in two back-to-back movies, or at least is accused of happening in back-to-back movies? They couldn't come up I with a single other thing?
0: I think Officer, if, it, if true, big if true, and Officer Blinkens is definitely losing his job, if it is true, because I can only imagine his bosses came to him after the first movie and goes, hey man you've been working here for 20 years and you've really put in some good work, but you really (laughs) fucked up with this whole Brian O'Connor thing. Yeah. You really fucked up. And he goes, I know, I know, I get that. But it will not happen again. It will, Trust me.
1: All set, boss.
0: Will not happen again. Boss, and I promise Fuentes. no
1: one else on the payroll will go undercover and start having sex with the criminals. I swear Nobody, to you, Nobody. I
0: swear to you on my life, on my family, <laughs> on my job. And then he hears this news and is absolutely destroyed. He's
1: crushed.
0: <laughs> he, knows, He's crushed. he knows he'll
1: be fired immediately upon discovery of this.
0: And the the craziest part is is it's not even Brian doing the banging this time. It's Fuentes.
1: <laughs> yeah, Fuente has really screwed up here.
0: Yeah. Um, but again, back to what Roman says is there's only one problem. Only one problem. I don't know why this is the problem that is going to prevent them from doing their run with Verone. Does he know why this is going to be a problem? Like, I don't know. No, uh, no. He he proclaims this is the only problem as if this is like the end all to their mission.
1: Yeah, I don't know how this would disrupt anything at all, Um, especially if they know beforehand. It seems like they could easily head off said problem.
0: Yeah, maybe just pull her out. I don't know. <laughs> There's plenty of ways around that one big problem, but... we're just,
1: like, let her keep thinking she's crossing them and just not do anything about it. Like, who cares, right?
0: There's a lot of options, but Roman's really concerned that this is going to throw a wrench completely in their plan.
1: Yeah, um... yeah, yeah. I don't know, man.
0: We also uh, get Brian getting called out by police officers, which is a running theme of last movie, and now this movie. Um... Because the officer that wanted to fight Roman says, What do you think, Brian? Do you think she's flipped? You're an expert on it. Yeah, Ooh. really. Really puts Ooh, his ass on really blast there. <laughs> yeah, really calls him out. And not only is he calling out him, I think he's calling out Officer Blinkens because he's reminding them, like, remember how this guy, like, completely fucked you over last movie? Yeah. And you just like are trusting him again blindly.
1: Yeah, um, Everyone hates Brian in the cop world, which is to be expected.
0: Fair, yeah, very fair.
1: Brian didn't let Roman know about that, which is bizarre, and it it brings up a question I have. Okay. What is the payment situation for this undercover work?
0: Oh, I don't know, man. I think the payment is the clearing of their good name.
1: Okay, sure, sure. So they don't have, like, a W-2 or anything, like... So, you know, <laughs> here, here's why I ask. I got to thinking about it, and uh, Roman's gonna be uh, like, way worse off uh, than he was before this all even started. I mean, because he was like about out, right? <laughs> like, he had an ankle bracelet on, sure, but that mean that usually means he's like good to go, serving right? his
0: time, yeah. Like, he hopefully will get the ankle bracelet off soon and can continue on with his life outside of the Demo Derby ring.
1: So, I mean, like, even if he had, like, six months ankle bracelet at-home detention or, like, even a year, um, this is, like, way worse for them. There's, <laughs> so he agreed to do this in exchange for, like, getting an ankle bracelet off for six months, and now he's shooting at FBI agents. And, um... <laughs> yeah. Plotting, later we find out plotting a getaway vehicle to to leave, to run from the law.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that takes us into the next scene where, like you said, uh they're walking out of the abandoned seafood building and Roman is just perplexed. He wants to know all the deets of Brian's previous uh, undercover work where he let uh, Dominic go. Um, Brian doesn't want to talk about it. Um, he's not having any of it. Will not speak of it. Yeah, yeah. He says, drop it. Forget about it. Cuh. Short for cousin, I'm assuming.
1: <laughs> that was the cringiest line I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was a really cringy line.
0: <laughs> so it's a really cringy line.
1: So they're walking out of there, and just like you said, Brian says, cuh, but he says it like, I can't even... I can't describe how bad it was. It was just—he
0: says it in a way that makes your skin crawl because it's so cringy. Yeah,
1: it was awful. I can't—I can't describe better than that how much how awful it was. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm glad you also hated that line as much as I did.
1: I did, and I went back and watched it again. Unfortunately, and hated it even more the second time. It was fucking horrific, dude. It was the worst thing that I've heard in a it while. Was-
0: it was really bad. Um again, I mean it's painfully
1: it, obvious that the actor has literally never said that in his life before just then.
0: Nope. First time, um they he didn't know what the line was and they wrote it out phonetically for him and that's the best he can muster up.
1: Yeah, he's like, cause in a word, and they're like, No, just say say this like the people are saying this now <laughs> and he's like, Okay, I'm like
0: sounds um, sounds good, dude. And again he doesn't explain it to Ruby. No, I don't
1: know if he went to Julian. <laughs>
0: He didn't explain it to Roman, so now Roman still has no idea what's going on. Nothing's getting explained to anyone at any point in this movie. Um, But then they get in the car, and like you said, they they start planning a crime, because Brian says, it's getting thick quick. We may need a way out. We may need an exit strategy. (laughs) It's getting thick quick. P- um, Brian
1: really likes rhyming phrases, by the way. <laughs> There's another one that comes up later in the episode that I was like, oh, he's really going for it here.
0: But but then uh, Roman said, what's the plan? And Brian says, I don't know, but we need two new cars.
1: Uh Yeah, so their plan is to, if they need to bail because things got thick quick.
0: It got, it got thick too quick.
1: They're worried about the um, the GPS tracking in their vehicles. So to combat this, they're going to go win two other cars in a street race really quickly.
0: <laughs> so so when Roman asked Brian what the plan is, what's the exit strategy if things get too, quick, too thick too quick? Yeah. And Brian's plan, I put that in the hardest finger quotes of all time, uh-huh. is to... Gamble the cars that were given to them by law enforcement and use the winnings of those cars, which are two new cars, to get away at some point? (laughs) I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess, man. It's... And again... Literally, just to leave. I mean, just to flee is their plan. That's the only thing. Their
0: their plan is to get two cars. And how do they get those cars? Do they ask... Tej, maybe, do you know of two cars we could buy for cheap? Do they, I don't know, take the trackers out of their cars? No, they decide to drag race the old dudes driving muscle cars for pink slips in hopes of winning their cars, so then they now have two new cars.
1: The old dudes who presumably absolutely know the drug dealer, by the way. Yes. Yes. So that seems fucking suspicious to both parties involved, cops and drug dealer.
0: Also, uh, their cars are being tracked. So now the FBI is just going to watch them drag race Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night. They're just going to see a little something that has nothing to do with their job that they're supposed to be doing.
1: They're going to literally see them break the law again for no reason. (laughs)
0: They were concerned before because they were running when they knew they were at the drug dealer's place doing stuff with him. Now, in the middle of the night, at an undisclosed location, they're going to watch them drag race and just be okay with it? I guess, man. And also, if they lose this drag race, they have to give these old guys the cars that are government property.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they're going... Incredible so they're, plan, Brian. They're Fucking risking, incredible plan. Yeah, they're risking federal property. To <laughs> have two cars for in order a plan to, that doesn't exist. They're risking two cars oh, that dude. don't belong to them in order to flee from the police. <laughs> if they're going like, to flee anyway, why don't they just get ready to turn the GPS off or take it out of the car? Like,
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyways. By the way,
1: the two cars they're racing... Brian knows for a fact that they're better cars than they have.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, so next scene. We're at a location where we're going to do a drag race. Uh-huh. Who's all here? Brian and Roman are there, and they're in two new fits. Um, I want to say this is just a classic Roman fit where he's wearing a bandana over his ears with a hat over that.
1: Yeah, awesome. he, I thought he was in disguise at first, dude. He looks so <laughs> fucking dumb in this scene.
0: He's also wearing two like uh sweatbands on his wrists. He looks like an I was asshole, only <laughs> he
1: looks like a soldier only- boy backup dancer
0: <laughs> I was only able to clock one of them, but it has embroidery on it. oh God that says um, oh, I have it written down uh the oh fuck me <laughs> maybe I don't have it written down <laughs> okay, nice. Great. Well, uh, when I find it in the movie, I'll bring it up. But um, Brian's wearing a shirt that has his own name on it, which is his uh, uniform from Tej's garage. Yeah,
1: he's wearing his uniform from the garage, which is incredible.
0: Um, And the two muscle car boys show up. Uh, the one driving the orange Challenger still doesn't have the bottom buttons on his shirt buttoned. He really likes to show off his old... Uh, a uh, happy trail area. <laughs> well, that's
1: because it's badass stone.
0: That is badass. Um, and then the other guy is wearing like some Ed Hardy knockoff T-shirt.
1: Because mm-hmm, why not? They both I mean, it show is, up with uh, the appropriate time period for that ensemble.
0: I do think it's hilarious that the two older dudes show up with ladies who are age appropriate for them, which you know I guess is <laughs> good.
1: Yeah, that I mean. I wasn't expected, but yeah.
0: No, no, I expected them to show up with some people, some ladies that were definitely underage.
1: The ladies are um, really into them, by the way.
0: Super into them, just super like into hugging PDA. them. Yeah, really, just touching their chest and it's a weird really move for up before, right before a
1: high stakes race.
0: To bring your ladies along is a bit of a weird flex. Well, not. Um, I
1: mean, not even bringing the ladies <laughs> along, like. If I was in underground street racing and you, and you you and I were doing a tag team partner match, it would be nice to have. Which I
0: hope you'd pick me as your tag team partner.
1: Oh, of course. Um, it'd be kind of nice to have Bree and Courtney's support, right? But
0: that is nice. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm, that's true.
1: If I'm going up to look at the uh, badasses that I'm about to race their car, I don't really want the girls like acting like um. They're the only point that they're there is to like hug us the whole time we're doing the ba- the badass showdown with the two guys, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't want them to cuz uh also people that are there are Tej, Suki, and um, the guy from the shop that we met last episode, he's made a return. I didn't think he would, but That's he's here. Right.
1: So Brie and Courtney, um, uh, to be clear, you're, you're invited to join Stone and I in our sweet um Yeah, but you can't team just race. be arm
0: candy. You have to be hardcore and badass and back us up if we yeah. need to we throw We want some hands.
1: substance out of our ladies. Hashtag feminism.
0: Hashtag feminism, because we go into a tussle. We need all the fists we have.
1: Hellstone, I'll right? go out on a limb right now and say maybe they're the ones drag racing and we'll come along if they
0: want. Oh, oh gender swap. We're going to be the one all over them, and they're going to be like, yeah, we're racing in our big muscle cars.
1: Really scoring us some points right now. Yeah. That was, um, hashtag this feminism. Is, this is a great move for us. Hashtag feminism.
0: <laughs> um, oh, uh, got update on Roman's wristband. There's only one of them, okay. and it says the answer.
1: <laughs> oh god wait like Allen Iverson
0: or is that he... an Allen no, Iverson thing he's
1: the thing? truth he's the truth I think the answer is know. uh it's... someone's the answer Paul Pierce maybe
0: <laughs> is this a basketball thing yeah
1: <laughs> it's a because cool nickname I just, saw... I just can't remember who... no it is Allen saw... Iverson the answer
0: okay so uh Rome Allen Iverson fan confirmed
1: and confirmed that's a badass nickname
0: not badass for Roman to show up wearing that <laughs> wristband, not to a basketball game, but to a uh illegal street race. No, um
1: cool. it's cool in the context that the Sixers sucked and Allen Iverson was drafted as the answer.
0: Oh, okay. Guard, um I've been to a single uh professional basketball game in my life. Okay. And it was Allen Iverson in
1: oh you got to be kidding me
0: with the Sixers versus Carmelo Anthony at the Nuggets
1: wow that's incredible
0: that's the one I went to and I'm I'll never go to another I'm gonna go out on a high note it was a good game
1: I mean that's a really good one to be your only one that's
0: awesome um our our mutual friend Dylan invited me he brought me uh, one of his Iverson jerseys to wear during the game Mm -hmm. and we were mm, one of six dorks wearing Iverson jerseys in all of uh. In the, in the Nuggets crowd, and it, oh, was, a, it was an absolute rip-roaring roar good time.
1: Nice, that's good to hear.
0: Anyways, back to the movie. We're going <clears> to <throat> do a drag race for Pink Slips.
1: Oh, uh, yes, we certainly are, and as we mentioned, uh, bad news, the cars that our heroes are racing are worse. <laughs> bri- acknowledged by Brian, worse than um, their two cars that they were given by the FBI.
0: Yeah, yeah, so B- Brian's plan is we might need to leave, mm-hmm. so we should get two new cars, and how we're going to get those cars is we're going to invite two cars to drag race us, four pink slips, and the two cars, I know they're quicker. <laughs> yeah. What a plan. Not a good what plan. What a plan from Brian. Really shitty plan. Yeah, he says that Hemi's putting out 425. That Yankel will snap a Speedo in about five seconds flat. Don't know what that means, but he Who says does, it, so dude, you know, I, just I, some car talk. Yeah,
1: I have no idea what that means. I didn't. Uh, even I looked it up, and it's. Up.
0: I did a quick Google, and I believe it's gibberish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm glad I didn't bother. Um, he also and his says, only, yeah. He he also wants every uh, him and Roman to save that spray for the way back.
0: That's his one advice: is save the spray for the way back.
1: So he says he's going to have to pull something out of their asses to beat these guys because the other guys' cars are so much better. So he comes up with a brilliant plan of using the NOS, I'm assuming that means, on the way back because the race is a there-and-back situation tag team.
0: Do they both have to go there-and-back two times tag match?
1: Yeah, I think so. So Brian's brilliant insight is to not use the NOS until the end.
0: Also, again... uh, presumably, Tej set up this race. Mm -hmm. Tej, good friends of Brian. (laughs) Yep. And the race that they set up is a drag race, which famously is all about straight line speed. And the cars they plan on racing for sure have a higher straight line speed. So they set up a race they knew they couldn't win against cars they knew were better than theirs. And they're like, we're just gonna have to figure something out. Yeah, which <laughs> I
1: guess the director thought like it was gonna be cool that they, they win the race, um, you know, like against all against odds. Against all odds.
0: Yeah. Very cool. But, but knowing fuck. that they how, set how it stupid, up. <laughs> they set up a race, they knew they couldn't win against cars that were faster than them and they're gambling government property in the process. I mean, Fuck it'd be cooler insane. if they,
1: like, they purposely set up something they had a surprise advantage in, right? It'd be more fun to watch.
0: It would be, um, but they don't <laughs> as far as we know.
1: Like, it'd be a lot cooler if those guys thought their cars were way better and then they had some hidden advantage that they knew about. That'd be more fun.
0: That would be more than fun. Than just them also,
1: using their spray at the end.
0: Brian says, we're going to have to pull something out of our ass. It's a drag race. You go in a straight line. I don't know what there is, like, what thing you can do to make this race go in your favor, but it's a drag race. You go in a straight fucking line, dude.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to also say that there's no strategic advantage. I I mean, using it on the back end, I guess, does have the strategic advantage because on the way there, you have to slow down, so you don't want to be using the NOS and then take longer to break. That's the only thing I could think of, but... If that's the case, like, that's so simple. Like, obviously, don't use it on the way there and then run into the wall, like, going too fast, right? Like, it's that's the easiest thing to strategize for. So if those other guys don't do the same thing, they're, like, it's just unbelievably stupid.
0: I don't know, man. These, again, every episode, everyone just gets dumber and dumber. Like, I feel like there's a carbon monoxide leak, like in their cars and they're slowly losing brain function because holy shit what an awful plan from the world's biggest idiot.
1: Yeah, it's it's bizarre, man. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, so then th- this after <laughs> Brian gives the great advice of we'll just have to figure it out, um Roman lines up against the orange muscle car. Oh my god. And uh he revs his little <clears throat> uh a uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a little Japanese tuner car. And the guy revs his engine, and go figure—it's louder and more violent because it has a bigger engine in
1: it. Yeah, and in the theme of our characters being Crazy. idiots, Roman is shocked by this.
0: <laughs> yeah, he thought he was gonna out rev like <laughs> a '70s muscle car in like a early 2000s Japanese convertible.
1: Yeah, he uh, yeah, he's it,
0: Again, if you knew anything about cars, you you'd know that that is stupid, but he looks flabbergasted. Like you said, he makes some faces of worry and woe and uh that's where we end. We didn't even get to see the start of the race.
1: Nope, we didn't. We uh just get Roman making some stupid facial expressions and that's fun.
0: Yeah. Um Guard, I'd love <coughs> to hear your predictions for this uh drag race.
1: Oh, they're going to win for sure.
0: Okay, how are they going to win?
1: The movie's going to make a really big deal of when they push the NOS. They always do. (laughs) They're going to push it a little bit after the other guys, and because of that, they'll somehow win the race.
0: Okay. Just better NOS timing is your guess.
1: I I mean, I would guess something fun and cool to watch, but I've been wrong, and it's been dumb so many times that I'm just going to (laughs) guess the dumb thing.
0: All right, well... Great guests and uh thanks. Well, you and the audience will have to come back next week to find out how this drag race goes.
1: That's right. Tune in next week.
0: Tune in. I know you're itching to know, audience. I and you could just watch the curious. movie. But uh Don't do that. <laughs> don't b- boo. Come listen to us to find out.
1: That's right. That's right. Uh Stone, any other stuff tonight?
0: Um yeah. I went to Speaking about the arts and our uh, great ad spot, I went to the theater last night, Guard, and I saw a performance of Hamilton, and it was awesome. Um, wow. So go, uh, go, see a, go see a musical. All musicals are fun. I've never been to a musical I haven't thoroughly enjoyed. Well, that's, um, go culture yourselves, dorks. That's
1: really fun. Tie into our ad and uh patron today stone so that's great yeah yeah and really get a load of this stone are you wondering what my um, other stuff was i always am i went to a play on saturday oh
0: night. what'd you go see
1: i went to see the lovely murder on the orient express oh it's great Did... it has an awesome ending that i won't spoil even though it was written many decades ago um it's really fun i've seen that now in play read the book And saw the movie.
0: Um, I also saw the movie, and I thought it was garbage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought the movie was fun, but it could have been done a little better, but I still thought it was fun. The play was really Um, good, and the book is really good.
0: uh, I also learned that Cats is going to be in Reno, and I kind of really want to go see Cats.
1: After seeing the atrocity that was Cats, I will uh, pass on that.
0: Who's your favorite cat guard before we leave?
1: uh the one that the huge uh dildo from the late late show or whatever plays
0: um i like old deuteronomy mainly because of the name
1: um sorry james Corden. i just remembered his name sorry if you hear this i'd love to come on your show
0: oh dude i hope he doesn't hear this fuck that guy
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're not gonna get invited on the show
0: (laughs) good fuck that guy all right (laughs) why would i want to be on the worst late night show
1: Okay, you heard it here. We're open to coming on any late night shows except yours, James Corden, you piece of shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's all the time we have tonight. Remember, fuck James Corden.
0: Fuck that guy, dude.